not speak on because it sounds like we're offended by the church right. and we don't want to ever sound like that yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like not, it's not a bash why, or anything like why that. do you think the church is taking over your marriage yeah. that doesn't happen you know? god you're making me better you making me better and you choose to do it however whenever wherever god you making me better you making me better and you choose to do it however whenever wherever god you making me better this is Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. And I am Felicia, and I am joined here, as always, with my loving, gorgeous, handsome boo thing. What's up, babe? Hey, babe. How are you? I am great. How are you, darling? I'm good. I'm good. You all dreaded up, looking good. Oh, boy. Chocolate drop. Oh, boy. But we're not here for that. So... Get a room, you two. <laughs> Yeah, we probably need to, you can't, but it's not time you for can't that. Do that with them here. Oh, you know, I'm good, sorry. They're gonna take that. In, well, I don't know. Crystal might not, but he's gonna take this and. Oh, just, I'm going around with it. Let's go. Come on, man. Come on. Get in the show. So you are hearing the voices of our lovely, wonderful guests. This beautiful married couple here, Jay Will and Crystal the Wilsons. What's going on? Hey, Felicia. How are <laughs> you? This in the mic. Okay. What's going on, family? This is Pastor Jay Will yes. um, bringing you the announcements today Praise from God. The, the, the Church of the Lord of Christ. Mm. Of the, Not of right the now, okay? <laughs> Not right now. Gathering of the saints oh, of the latter day. Crystal, why do we let them sit beside each other? <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, God, I should have handed I you know. like a stick or something so you could just like whack Jay Will. No, I don't need that kind of background noise in the mix. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying, you can face it out. No, I can't. I'm oh, not that gosh. advanced yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Jake can help me. So, yeah. our fam, we love you guys so much. That's why we had to bring you guys back. Yeah. 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 We so, had fun last time. It was. Happy New Year's to all of our listeners of Marriage at Golgotha. We really, 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 really thank you so much. Thank you all so much. For tuning in, as always. Yep. But we have um, something we got to get to today, right? Right. Yes, we have a wonderful... Um, topic. This is episode 28. Yes, it is. And our topic for today is what is it, y'all? I don't know. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> I you just show what? I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> you are so funny. What are we going to do with him? You did kind of walk into what, that. What are you going to do with him? Like you walked headlong. I was this. checking y'all to see who, who read their notes, who, who looked at my text when I sent it. Sorry. Nobody. Yeah, sorry. I looked. But, uh, <laughs> I'm definitely uh, following Okay, right now. so our topic for today, and this is something that we all can definitely relate to. Um, we're talking about when the church takes over my marriage, when the church takes over our marriage, or when we feel as if ministry or some aspects of ministry are just kind of just interrupting our marriage life. Mm, just be tired. Just be tired. Yeah, you, you just be tired. <laughs> He's just tired. So um, this is, is a topic that's really um, near <laughs> and yeah. dear to both couples yeah, um, because Wayne is in ministry, Jay Will's in ministry. And so by default, you two are in ministry. Yes. And yes. so by default, mm. Crystal and I <laughs> are in ministry right. and 
you know, this is one of those things I think is talked about more now. Yeah, it is. Um, in this season, in, in 2020, in the past, you know, I say five to ten years, but this is a topic that uh, a lot of people probably try to um, ignore or mm-hmm. just, you know, not speak on because it sounds like we're offended by the church right. and we don't want to ever sound like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know like it's not, it's not a bash why, or anything like why that. do you think the church is taking over your marriage like yeah that doesn't happen you yeah. know but we really just want to kind of share um some of our experiences in what it was like when we first got married you know we were of course saved and just love the lord yes. you know like oh we're just gonna go running for jesus and we're gonna do it together yeah. and we're just gonna be a happy family yeah. oh, we pray together we like the word and we yes. just we're like, so naive just very naive right <laughs> we were very naive so um jay will uh you know you're a pastor mm-hmm. um on some days on some days yeah, I, I, i'm I'm pastor six days a week on the sabbath <laughs> uh, rest. you know what man <laughs> yes in the middle of a church plant of yep. planning a church and mm-hmm. we're going to be planning with you guys yes. um, but uh so i just would like to kind of you know hear you guys a story of you know um how you you know you first when you first got married you know what role did the church play in you guys' marriage how often did you go to church how did you feel about church um what was it a priority level um you know or what level of priority was it you know when it came to your marriage to your family i'm gonna toss the ball to my wife and then i'll jump in later (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) um uh i know me and jab talked about this plenty of times before um when we first got married um, we were in church every day. Right? Monday service, Sunday service. <laughs> uh, praise team practice, pra- uh, dance, dance team practice, practice. Oh. Bible study. Uh, five o'clock, study. five a.m. Prayer <laughs> service. Wow. Like, yeah. But yeah, so it was almost like um, we were we were basically in church almost every day. If yeah. that. Yeah. And so it was kind of like. You know, kind of hard to blend together as a couple because, mm-hmm. hey, you know, we're always in church. So. How old were you guys when you first got married? I was 20. I just turned 22 and Crystal just turned 21. Yeah, 21, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had actually just came to faith like a year before. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So I was oh, so a y'all fresh for us. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I was doing that way before, you know, way before he came back into my life or whatever. Like, that was my life. Go mm-hmm. to church, go to work, go to sleep. Yep. That was it. You know, so. Oh, I can relate so many ways. He just kind of fell into it. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, what do you think played into that? Was it your upbringing or was it just, like, you guys' immediate um, you know, dedication to, to Christ? Like, we, we're going to do this. We're going to be running for Christ. We're new babes. And what really was that driving force of we've got to be here you know on this day that day because you you said you guys were always in church well um I feel like we're two people that well I can only speak for myself but from the fruit that I've seen from my husband I feel like we're two people to where we say we're gonna commit to something Mm -hmm. that's what we do we put yeah yeah I get that that vibe from both of y'all yeah yeah, so it's all in or nothing Mm -hmm. so um so that's kind of what kind of pushed us to you know committing right. because that's just that's who we, we are, are yeah. you know so yeah 
Yeah, and when I first got saved, um, like I had one of those radical transformations. Like, yo, I'm dropping everything. I'm chasing Jesus with everything. So I wanted to be at every church service. I wanted to be, you know, sitting down talking with pastors. You know, first year in, I'm I'm learning apologetics. I'm learning systematic theology and reformed theology. Even though we were at a church that was hyper not that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best way to explain it, uh, the church we were at would be considered a word of faith type church. Ah, gotcha. um, yeah. Kind of fall into the same lines of some prosperity teachings. I mean, yeah. won't name churches, but probably your favorite preacher. Uh, <laughs> talking to your listeners. But we were at that church. Okay. And um, they had the church runners and everything. You know, all the fun stuff you would yes, see I church. was a church runner. She was she a was church, church runner. Yes, my, my wife got really saved when she Get married out me. the way. <laughs> wow. Yo, that is shame, dude. Wow. But, no, but like, I... Because I got radically saved so much, and now I'm at a church where they like, yo, we got a service for everything. Mm-hmm. They got church service for everything. I was like, cool, I got to be at church for everything. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the first year of our marriage, like, yeah, that's what it was. I, I had, matter of fact, three or four months after we got married, I got licensed. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. So yeah. I went from being saved for a year mm-hmm. to in. I'm now married. Three months into marriage, I'm I'm licensed. I'm a licensed evangelist, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> everybody in the church evangelist, but right, I <laughs> right 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 licensed right. evangelist, and I'm expected to be at a lot of the church meetings. Um, I'm expected to be with the bishop and mm-hmm. the teachers and all. I'm 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 expected to be there. Yeah, and. I didn't realize how much of our time was actually spent in church doing ministry and not living. Wow. So um, at what point did you start to realize like, okay, this is really, you know, starting to wear me down. I'm tired or this is not really being a positive thing to our marriage as we think it's, you know, it should be. Yeah. So at what point were you like, okay, wait, we got to kind of reevaluate some of the things that we're doing. I think we, well, we reevaluated first with what was being taught, not actually what we were doing, but what mm-hmm. was being taught at the church. Right. And when we both sat down and I was like, yo, we're reading the Bible and we're hearing what's being said and these two things don't look alike. Mm. Gotcha. These don't look alike. And then they bought a building and we just walked in and uh, we're very spiritual people, even though I joke a lot. We're very spiritual people. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sorry, please continue. The first thing we did when we looked around is we like, yo, this looks nice. We don't see us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. We didn't see ourselves yeah. there. Like, yeah. I, I guess, in a sense, spiritually, we had kind of checked out. Yeah. And yeah. because we had already disagreed with the teaching and we didn't care for the direction they were going, um, even though they, like I said, they weren't in a healthy direction in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. We were just like, we're out. And for, I want to say, three to four months, we didn't have a church home. We didn't, you know, we didn't. didn't. So were you both like on, did y'all make that decision together? Or was it one point when one person was feeling one way and another person was feeling the other way? Or you guys just both kind of like instantly were like, this isn't working. This isn't where God wants us to be. Well, as far as like when we when we got to the you know the new building it was just like i don't see me you know Mm -hmm. that part was i felt like it yeah that happened at the same time 
but as far as leaving, mm-hmm. I think he checked out faster than I did. Oh, why do you, why do you think that is, Jay? Um, for me, once I find out that what's being taught isn't true, okay, I can't just sit around and not. Yeah, and and I actually had. I didn't just up and leave. Mm-hmm. I actually approached the bishop and was like, "Yo, let's sit down and talk about it." I don't. I see some things I disagree with, mm-hmm. and he didn't even approach me. He wouldn't even sit down with me. He sent his elders yeah. to sit down with me, and they basically told me, "What he's teaching here is feeding this body, and if you go somewhere else, you might not be getting fed the same thing." Yep. And I'm like, "Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hearing foolishness here. So what am I? <laughs> right. What are you feeding me then?" Um, right. Right. But then they was like, well, you can't leave with your license. So I, mm-hmm. I gave up my license and everything. I mean, for me, it was like, it was a piece of paper. Gotcha. And the Lord had called me to do something anyway, but it yeah. was a piece of paper. It wasn't. So I clicked. I, I checked out a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think my relationships was as invested into yeah. as Crystal's were. Yeah, I was more invested in them. I, I was with them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Like they were like family for right. me, right? So it was harder. Um, but after a while, I was like, Why am I still here? You know, my husband ain't coming, yeah. What yeah. am I still doing here? Yeah. So, and I was just like, And the teachings that we we was getting there, it was almost like they were grooming us to be, right, right you right, know, right. a yeah, wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was always taught, you know, stand by your husband, and yeah. you know, and I was like. Well, am I really standing by my husband if I'm still here? That's ironic. Wow. (laughs) That's ironic, yeah. So I was like, "Mm, okay, I'm done. Yeah. You know, it was just like, okay, I'm done. And then I started getting backlash for leaving. And so it was was really tough because it was people that I loved and I cared about that's giving me all this backlash and I'm thinking you were the one who told me to you know giving me all these things on how to be a wife and Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm holding true to those but if it's not going the way you want it then it's issue so you know and it it hurt for a while um and that was one of the reasons why we wasn't in a church for the next three or four months months. that was just had to heal yeah it's interesting like the dynamic is kind of reverse you know on our end like because she had had checked out a while ago Um, and not not just it wasn't so the situation wasn't like exactly the same I think a lot of our issues are more so caused by the fact that uh, mom and dad you know were pastor of the church Mm -hmm. and so I hadn't really established like clear cut boundaries between you know the church and family and specifically you know her place in my life um, Mm -hmm. I didn't do a good enough job of distinguishing working for the church uh, and working for, you know, mom and dad's approval, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I, I didn't do enough to establish that. So as a result, like when she would ask me and she and I, I look back at it now and I'm just like, dang, how did I miss? How did I miss this obvious problem? Like she would just ask me, hey, babe, look, there's some things around the house that we need to, you know, to take care of. Can you stay home and help me with it tonight? Now, I know it's a church now, but can you, and I, I'd have this thing where it's just like, oh, well, no, I, I gotta, I can't miss church because it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing a disservice to God and I'm mm-hmm. doing a disservice, you know, to leadership and I'm doing a disservice to this. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, it wasn't even that what she was asking me to do was like sinful. It's just, no, I just, I had a hard day at work. I just, I need some help around the house. And it's just this, yeah. but I, I just had this mentality of, I, I didn't know the difference between ministry and church work. 
Like that, 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 there's a big difference between there is a big difference. the ministry and church work. And if you're not careful, you know, those lines can get blurred and what you think you're actually doing, uh, to please God and to build the kingdom, it's really just kind of busy work in a church. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's, it can be problematic because you, you engross yourself in all this busy work and you're not realizing that, you know, part of your ministry too is, is to your household, mm-hmm. specifically to your husband and your wife. And I, I did not have a good handle on that, and it caused issues. I mean, the, the, the main reason why, you know, we left was because God said, you know, hey, I need you to do this, and, you know, I have a calling for you here. Mm-hmm. But I, I, looking back now, it's like, oh, man, there, there's so many so many red flags that I missed, you know, as far as how it was affecting our marriage. And, yeah, she checked out way before I did. <laughs> I, I definitely did check out uh, way before he did. You know, um, we started out just like you guys, you mm-hmm. know, did kind of just running and mm-hmm. saying, hey, we've got to be there because we want to be faithful right. um, to God <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were just being faithful um, to a church, yeah. you know, um, to, to somebody's to someone's vision um, when it wasn't necessarily what always what God wanted us to right, do. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so um because we were young and naive in a sense and um that's why it's so important I believe that you have a personal relationship mm-hmm. with God for yourself and getting to know um Christ for yourself. That's why it's so important to to study the word like Jay Will was saying when mm-hmm. they were reading you know the bible and then hearing what they were hearing was something mm-hmm. different, something different yeah. and so that's why it's so important for us to have a relationship and to study the word for ourselves yeah, um definitely. because I, I think that we were just so focused on um being faithful mm-hmm. um you know to people yeah um you know um i, I love the church that we came out of oh, yeah. we, oh, yeah. we got some wonderful things Goodness, good but again starting sure. out um you know when you're young you just really you know, you you think your aim is to please God, and that's what we were trying to do. Yeah. But there were so many things that were being neglected. Yeah. Um, we exactly. were neglecting each other. We were in a big. <laughs> we way were neglecting, yeah. you know, our children. There was a lot of things that you know that they missed out on because we always felt the pressure to mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. at church. And the reason why I say that this is a topic that's near and dear to my heart is because I. I know people who have lost their marriage because one spouse mm-hmm. has been so yeah, committed yeah. Um, to ministry yeah. and they felt like I'm no longer a priority right. um, mm-hmm. to you or children have, you know, left because they feel like, okay, they they left Christ because mm-hmm. they felt like, you know, mm-hmm. when my parents have placed a church, you know, yeah. um, before me, just That's families, mm-hmm. you know, um, being destroyed. And so I think it's really important that we put some insight on what God says our priority mm-hmm. should be mm-hmm. um, and how we're not to neglect each other, even in, you know, chasing after <laughs> after God. Right. You know, we yeah. still have to remember that God wants us to keep our family Mm -hmm. you know as a priority so i I think that's really important but Mm -hmm. going back to um well i was gonna say i think um when we hear about scriptures like seek ye the kingdom of god first and all things be added to our life and we look at the scripture as though if i do this quote-unquote work for god then he'll take care of everything else yeah that's exactly how we say it that's not what he's saying he's saying put your heart put me as the main priority of your heart Mm -hmm. and Put my ways as the main priority of, of your heart, and I'll line everything up. I'll make you who I need you to be for everything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, 
a lot of times when we're in ministry, we do work in a sense to kind of validate ourselves before God mm-hmm. and not realize yes. we've already been validated Thank by God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it becomes a form of space, man. It's, it's, I've got to do all of these things in order to be a good son or good daughter of God. When in reality, it's not about you being a good daughter, or good son. It's just mm-hmm. about you being a son or a daughter. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you're already in the family. You know, when, when, when you repented of your sin, when you, you know, Jesus came in and cleaned you up and you, you acknowledge him as just Lord and your savior, boom, you're in the family. Come on, preach now. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you don't need that this whole idea of like performing in order to be more accepted. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not biblical. It really isn't. And I mean, it's again, like, like I said before, and I'm more quick to say this in maybe Fee and maybe Jay, me and Chris are the nice ones. Um, oh wow! You know, ah, messed up. That's but, true. But it, not, true. I mean, come on. Let's 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 just be real. Nah, um, but it's it's not a bash. It's it's we we love the church. We we love the church in all its forms and all its colors and all its different uh, expressions. It's it's just there are certain things that you know from the inside looking out. You know, because we have an inside view. Mm-hmm. This is not us. You know, looking at the church and pointing our fingers. You know, just based on. I, I guess hearsay mm-hmm. or some borrowed experience or what people are saying on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you know, hashtag church hurt. Um, <laughs> it, it, it can be problematic because people, people will are so quick to bash the church without having like a valid reason. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm all for holding us as the church accountable for when we get mm-hmm. it wrong. I mean, it's just, we have to be honest about, you know, our different experiences and just say, you know what, um, what I thought I was doing for God in that moment, really wasn't about God. It was about me trying to, you know, be accepted, me mm-hmm. trying to perform, me trying to impress. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's no bash against anybody. It's just an acknowledgement of reality. Yeah. I think one of the most helpful things I've, I've had a, a pastor ask me, um, I was trying to plan out some things at, at Riverside, matter of fact, mm-hmm. and they said, when's the last time you just went on a date with Crystal? Wow. When's the last mm-hmm. time you just wow. went out with Zion? Yeah. Hey, man. This stuff would be here. Leave yep. and go do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that that speaks volume. Yeah. Because yeah. now this is a person who doesn't see me as somebody who's adding value to the church or doing something for the church. Mm-hmm. Right. But they see me as a person exactly. who mm-hmm. is a son of God, mm-hmm. who has relationship with his family, and through the outflowing of that, I serve the church. Yeah. And they That's were like, huge. yo, I want you to be a son. Mm-hmm. a husband and a father and be that faithfully and then we'll talk about this other stuff yep mm-hmm. yep yeah. so um you mentioned something babe um about um performance base mm-hmm. and so as um we've been in ministries where things have been performance based it's about mm-hmm. what you can do mm-hmm. do you believe that we become because I, I think we did at some point become performance based in our marriage our marriage became oh, wow. a performance it was point. like okay everything has to look yeah. good yeah I, um, I agree with that honey. and yeah. then I think with us it was kind of like a, a crash it was you know um, um, it, it got to a point to where even the roles of a husband or a wife were more so seen as how how can I do this in order to convince the other one that you know this is the right move because um, I I don't know if we've shared this on the podcast but like you know there was a point in time we were at separate churches just because of how yeah mm-hmm. you know how bad it had gotten you know with our marriage and stuff um and it was almost as if I felt the need to be a good husband and to be you know the head or whatever as a weapon to convince my wife that she was in the wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 
I mean, like you said, you know, the, the performance stuff, it can kind of bleed in if you're not careful into your marriage to where even the godly roles, you know, that you have in marriage, a husband loving his wife as Christ of the church, a wife submitting, mm-hmm. those can be weaponized. Yeah, and then yeah, you, you yeah. can use them as like tools literally to get the person to see, okay, God, if I do this, I know you're going to hit her or him upside the head mm-hmm. and they're going to see that this... And it's like, ugh, that, that can get really unhealthy. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. understand. And it, it really got unhealthy for us because yeah. it was like some point where God going to deal with you. Exactly. And, yeah. and we were both, gonna get we were both <laughs> saying that to each other. Like, yeah, real talk. We it were was both like, pointing the finger at each other and saying it, that. It was yeah. bad. And, and um, like Wayne mentioned, we were at different churches because I just got to the point where I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. I, I left because mm-hmm. I really um, felt in my heart that he was putting yeah. Um, the church mm-hmm. before his family, before yeah. his wife. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, um, I'm just leaving. And I remember there were times in our household, like Monday through Saturday, you know, things would just be great. We yeah. would be doing fine. And then probably Sunday. about Saturday night, mm-hmm. late Saturday night, you, you could cut the tension Sunday morning. It was like the tension oh, yeah. just was Bruh. so built up. It Even when crazy. I became comfortable with going um, to another ministry, mm-hmm. um, it was like, okay, you know what, this is just really, um, you know, it's really starting to be a a real huge pain. Mm -hmm. So um, it was was hard. It It was was definitely difficult um, for us. And looking back, it's like, okay, how did we get there? Like, how did we get to the point to where we were just like, okay, I'm going to let my feelings of the church or how I feel personally about the church Mm -hmm. just drive this huge wedge in our marriage yeah yeah Yeah. i know um one thing me and jay talked about was balance and blend Mm. and how you know a lot of times with us in our marriage i was always well babe you know where's the balance in it where's the balance in it and now that you know (laughs) we're planting a church my phone wasn't balanced (laughs) (laughs) And now that, you know, we're planting a church, now is turning to like, okay, I'm I stopped searching for the balance because there isn't yeah. you know, yeah. it's always yeah. gonna be oh, yeah. this scale is tipped over more than this one. Exactly. You know, yeah. so there's always gonna be those seasons. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning that it's I gotta find ways to blend hmm. it in. So I'm like in a healthy way sure that yeah, is sure. yeah 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 <laughs> and still acknowledge that yeah we're gonna need some time to i'm sorry we're gonna need some time to ourselves as well you know even us as you know couples and as well as a family with mm-hmm. us just us three so yeah yeah i know good. um one thing so outside of serving in the church one thing I had I was a Christian rapper so I was in quote unquote ministry it was almost (laughs) Uh, but it was evangelistic ministry and um that became such a burden that it almost tore up our our marriage Mm. like um I was gone almost every weekend I'm talking about Fridays and Saturdays I had shows every weekend everybody Mm -hmm. else they saw oh man you're doing it you're successful right right and I'm like Ooh, me and my wife ain't talked this week. Yeah, I ain't got. Yeah. I, we ain't got food in the house, yeah. and I'm driving mm-hmm. to some event mm-hmm. to go rap and tell people about this good Jesus, and we ain't got food at home. Yeah, and I remember Crystal just basically felt like it was my mistress. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that ministry had become quote unquote my mistress, and the reason 
I stopped doing Christian breakfast because Crystal gave me, she said, she sat me down and said, you got to choose between this or that. Mm. And I decided I would rather lose Christian rap than lose my family. Yes. Now, the hard side of that, (laughs) (laughs) um, the hard part of that is like for a season, there was resentment in the house. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I don't think we talk about enough in ministry is when it does start bleeding over to our families and affecting our families. Yeah. Sometimes there's resentments, there's pains, there's hurts that we have to deal with. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's not and just a clean cut, you know, decision and then automatic, like better results, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then to top it off, I went from not being a Christian rapper three, almost four months later. It's always four months, seems like. Um, I'm a teaching pastor of a church. Mm-hmm. And then, that is interesting. Three, yeah. four months. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. I'm stressed out about this church yeah. because this wasn't even a church that, like, my heart was there. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize my, I didn't feel like my heart was really there. I felt I was there out of obligation. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife was in that same situation. She hated going to church with me. Um, she was, she, it was time she just sat in the car. She cried. She, if I wasn't preaching, she what didn't show up. Wow. Mm. That happened quite a few times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this past year and a half, has just been some, in a lot of ways, restoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a been lot a, of that. I agree. A, a lot of us just coming to process. Yeah, yo, ministry is going. The Lord has obviously given us the privilege of being a part of His ministry, of being Agreed. a part of His, of building His kingdom. Agreed. Now, with that being said, we do have to realize how this works as a family. Yeah, it can't just be me doing ministry. He ain't called just me to ministry. Yes. obviously. Yes. he gave me y'all. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> But that that, no, that that's an interesting point too. And honey, I know you probably got you know a few questions that you want to ask too. But I have more so of a, an observation because uh, even with, I guess I can use the term preachers' wives or pastors' wives, in some church circles, there's this expectation that they're supposed to be like just as hands-on involved as say the preacher or the pastor like the first lady oh my gosh first lady unofficial title yeah 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 first lady is supposed to be you know the women's department head and supposed to be you know in hospitality and supposed to be and she has to has this thing where she somehow another models dress Mm -hmm. and models uh you know behavior and 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 just Mm -hmm. there's so much pressure on her to literally be like this co-pastor in a sense and again there are some church circles that you know have that dynamic and it works but it, it's, it's not that doesn't work for everybody. No. Like I I could not, and Fee wouldn't let me. I could not. <laughs> I sure would. Right. I, I <laughs> Fee, Fee would not be like you know the 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 prototypical you know first lady that you know a lot of people see and you know she's got to do everything. Like one thing I I, I asked Fee to do is just be with my wife and mm-hmm. the mother of my children, and we can go from there. If you feel led to you know do other parts that that's on you but that pressure i, I think is is damaging like crystal i i I, I'm, I don't know if you can relate to that in any oh way, yes but. i can <laughs> yeah talk about it sis. Talk um about it. that's like going into the church plant that's one thing that was was one of my concerns when it came to all of this you know when first when jay first got called I was like, well, go do what God told you to do. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, not realizing that. Oh, oh, oh this includes me. Right. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, I got some work to Hold do. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so, with that, like, and once I realized, oh, crap, that's me too. Yeah. Then I was like, wait, you know, what is this going to consist of? Yeah, what does it and, look like for me? Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm definitely, I do, please, 
all listeners, do not call me first lady. Do not do that. <laughs> she the only lady. The only. Oh, okay. You, right. you really about to say okay. <laughs> Better not be the first. She be the only. Yeah. And she gonna but, speak every Sunday and not. <laughs> no, she won't. No, 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 no. But um, I I was concerned of those expectations that people constantly put on pastors' wives. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's rough, man. It, it is, and I'm like, hey, if I want to do something, I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell the person, no, I'm not gonna do it, you know. So I'm like, and you know, is that am I gonna get bashed for that? So. He had to talk to me and tell me, like, look, babe, you know, those those expectations are probably going to come. But again, I'm going to and he said that he was going to set the standard. This is what is going to happen when it comes to my wife. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. So so how do you plan to do that? Yeah, Um, I mean, up front, this is (laughs) this is my wife. This is not the church's mother. This is not the church's wife. Right. Gotcha. She is not the head of the women's department she is not the head of the children's department she is not Mm -hmm. the head of hospitality she is not some uh special elect figure Mm -hmm. in the in the church she is my wife right she's a member of the church right she acts and operates as a member of the church just like i do right um even you know i tell people all the time i'm saying just because i'm called to be a called to be a pastor doesn't mean i'm like some figurehead or hierarchy position in the church yeah I'm just a member of the church that got that privilege of passing out the medicine. Facts. I'm a sick person just like y'all. I just got the privilege of holding the plate. Come on, Doc. So (laughs) when I talk about my wife, I'm like, this is my wife, Crystal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You you address her like Crystal. Yeah. If you have any issues, you don't take those to my wife. Obviously, we have a leadership team in place. So you can go talk to somebody in leadership. Which I will shoot you to as well. (laughs) If you have any issues with anything I said, my wife and children do not need to hear that. You need to come either talk to me or come talk to somebody in leadership. Right. You can come approach me. the, The way I protect her is make myself very approachable, but also tell them don't talk to her. Yeah. yeah. You know. So do you think that some of your experiences in past ministries have helped you to be able because I, I don't believe every pastor, every man, you know, to go in the ministry really knows how to say that what's mm-hmm. propelled you to be able to say that and I commend you for it. Mm-hmm. But for a young pastor that might think, well, my wife is supposed to, mm-hmm. you know, do, yeah. how do you mm-hmm. help them? Like what, what propelled you to do that and how would you advise them of this is the best way for you to get your wife involved in ministry and what your understanding should be of your wife's role. What I would prepare them to say, what I would first talk to them through is the Bible doesn't have a standard for a pastor's wife. Facts. So say that again. The Bible doesn't have a quote-unquote <laughs> standard for the pastor's wife. It has a standard for a pastor. Mm-hmm. And it has a standard. For, it has standards for pastors. I believe a plurality of pastors or elders, mm-hmm. and it has a standard for deacons. Now, my wife can operate as a deacon. Mm-hmm. She can be a servant of the church. That's what all people are supposed to be servants of the church. And then there's those select few that qualified to be elders, visionaries of the church. Um, the past experience, the first church we was a part of, uh, and the bishop and his wife were bishop and pastor. Yeah. And what I saw was uh, another reason I think the, the church was a little chaotic was because pastor, the wife, had a better speaking platform than the, the bishop. Mm-hmm. And she probably had a little more influence in the church probably than so. the bishop did. 
just because she she was a very charismatic person. Mm-hmm. Um, then leaving that church, going into a church where we look at what is the qualification of pastors, I'll be the first to say in my stance, qualification of pastors, you have to be a man. Mm-hmm. So obviously we shouldn't be giving the wives certain responsibilities. That's just not supposed, that's not meant for them. That's not, they're not built to hold that, mm-hmm. that weight. Secondly, um, I just looked at how these men carried their, they, they treated their wives. They honored their wives, but they never put responsibility on them unless the wife said, this is what I feel like the Lord's yeah. calling me to. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if my wife says, I believe the Lord's calling me to X, Y, and Z, okay, let's look at that. And let's look at how that lines up with what the Lord is already doing with the church. Mm. So if this is something the Lord is already doing and operating in the church, of course I would empower my wife just like a regular member mm-hmm. right, to use your gifts in the church for the upbuilding of the kingdom of God. But if my wife says, I believe I'm supposed to be a pastor too, well, obviously we, we disagree in some way. Because according to my Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what really it was just how I approached the text, how I approached the Bible. And also how I want to just honor my wife without putting expectations on her. That's unfair. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, big, man. And now in, in the spirit of nuance, because I, I you know, me, between me and Jay, I, I love to be the one that, you know, yeah, yeah. he's the political is, person. Is, I ain't the, political. Oh, it's not <laughs> political. Wow. You, you political. You want to play the fence. No, no, it's not playing the fence. It's just saying that there are differing perspectives. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. because there are people who have a system where, you know, the wife is the mm-hmm. prototypical first lady. And it actually works for them. Yeah. But I think it works for them because they have that mutual understanding Mm -hmm. as opposed to this yoke being around the wife's neck saying you have to do this. Mm -hmm. I I think that's where the trouble comes in. I think it's, um, well, because we've seen it like this, this is the way it has to be for our marriage if we're going to be in ministry. Mm -hmm. You can't paint every painting or canvas with the same brush. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You can't box every marriage in, every marriage that's in ministry into that same box. So, and you know, there are people listening who believe in women pastors. I mean, you know, it's some yeah. people, some people have that and Jay's shaking his head. No, like, I'm, I'm, you know, if they believe in women pastors, I'm cool with it. I know some women pastors that I love dearly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I boldly tell them, I love you. I would not discredit anything the Lord is doing through you. Sure. That doesn't necessarily mean I agree. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And, and just, just that, just that burden though, that, that is unfairly placed on the next I believe it is is it's just problematic on so many levels and unfortunately I, I see it I see it so much mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my goodness like man because because I, I look at it from the lens of you know looking back and seeing the damage that I did to our marriage just by living all those expectations on feet mm-hmm. and of course her with her personality she's like nah bro this ain't gonna happen mm-hmm. but you know, just, 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 just looking back and seeing that I'm like, and then when I see others potentially doing the same thing, I'm like, no, 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 she, she doesn't have to go with you all the time and you don't have to go all the time either. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> man, like it, you don't have to be in the church every time the door is open. You're not, she, Fee tells me all the time, Wayne, you're, you're not all that. Mm. And, and she doesn't mean it in a, a derogatory way. She's she, right, what, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, touche. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But she, she means it in the, in the sense that you're not as needed as you think. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're not, the church is not going to fall apart just because you're not there if it's set up correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's not, that, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you not being there, you can afford to miss a service for the sake of spending time with your family. It's not going to kill the church. It's not going to anger God. You know, you're not, 
you're not that necessary. If, if you're to the point to where you feel like you have to be there every time the doors open, or otherwise things are going to fall apart, that's problematic on so many levels. Yeah. You, you know, ministry is the only place where they put the expectation on the wife that she's supposed to be just like her husband. Oof. In the military, mm-hmm. yeah. if a man's in the military, they don't expect the wife always to be in the military. That's, That's why you have military wives. If, yeah. if the man is a surgeon, they don't expect the wife to be a brain surgeon too. Right. Like, he went to school to be a surgeon. Now that he done got licensed as a surgeon, all of a sudden she's co-surgeon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of that's cultural. I, th- mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is, you know, birthed out of church culture. Where to a certain degree it may have worked, it's just, again, applying the broad brush and saying this is the standard across the board, I think it's caused mm-hmm. a lot more damage than, than necessary. So Yeah, I, I don't even believe, and I, this is just my my opinion, I kind of disagree with that, huh? mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe it's always worked. Because yeah. there are some quote unquote first ladies, um, pastors' wives yeah. that are damaged. They are yeah. hurting. That's true. That's they true. are deeply wounded. Some yeah. of them have lost their identity. Mm. Um, fighting. I, I had a conversation with a first lady, and she begged and pleaded with her husband. I need you to spend time with me. I need you to do, you know what I'm saying? But he was so engulfed in um, ministry. And I'm not saying this is the case for every um, first lady. Um, But I just think that we really need to be aware Mm -hmm. um, that there's this stigma out there that uh, a pastor's wife is supposed to look just like a this, certain way. Yeah. Dress, yeah. dress just, just like, like this, this. Yep. act mm-hmm. just like this. Yeah, yeah. And we're not really allowing them to be who God has called them to be, not mm-hmm. just even be themselves, but they, they're not allowed to be who God has yeah. called them to be because yeah. they can't even see it. They can't even see what God is calling them to be because they're so focused and so engulfed in their husband's quote unquote mm-hmm. yeah. ministry yeah. and and other people's um, expectations and you yeah. know I heard yeah. a preacher huh. say the other day that the church is supposed to be um, the the bride of Christ sure but you have a lot of pastors where the church is their mistress mm-hmm. you yeah. know because Oof. they're yeah. so engulfed in doing church work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's really not ministry because I, I think it, this can probably go into a whole nother podcast, but we know that ministry is not always inside it's not. of the four walls. We got to do an episode. Um, <laughs> so um, just to go along with, you know, a little bit of what we talked about, uh, we, we've shared a lot of our hurts. Um, but what is that one thing that you can say, Crystal, that one positive thing that you've taken from all of those you know, bad experiences in the beginning when you were running and then you realize, okay, what I'm chasing is really not what God wants me to chase. Like what has really made a positive impact on you? What negative out of that did you take that you turned into a positive? Um, I would say the main thing is to forgive. Mm. Um, mm. And how much forgiveness has brought in healing when it comes to my marriage, mm-hmm. when it comes to my relationships with those like in the past that hurt me. Yeah. Um, if I hadn't forgave them, I wouldn't I'd be one bitter woman right now. <laughs> but um <laughs> I've also really- noticed like through that forgiveness the healing came and we became stronger and 
you know, just to talk about, you know, okay, this hurt me and, you know, just to talk about it, the healing that it brought into my marriage is, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I think one thing um, in the midst of all this, I can say we both changed mm-hmm. from when we first got married. Um, the Lord has used all of these ups and downs and pains and ministries and disappointments and um, even times when we've almost ran ourselves into the ground mm-hmm. to help us understand what his grace feels like yeah. and to help us to see that we don't have to work so hard to prove ourselves to him. Right. You know, one of the things as we go on to plant this church, I, have, I constantly remind myself, if this church falls apart, I'm still welcome to the kingdom of God. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm right. still welcome to the table. <laughs> right. I'm still a son. Yeah. The Lord isn't disappointed. Exactly. Um, if me and my family feel all the heartaches and pains, my wife is still welcome to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. My son mm-hmm. now knows what it means to live a faithful life for Christ. Like, um, in the midst of all this, I'm reminded that God's grace is sufficient mm-hmm. and he's present and I don't have to perform or prove myself for it. Yeah. And I don't have to put my marriage, I don't have to put my marriage on the quote unquote, the altar of sacrifice because Jesus already has. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. died for our marriage. Yep. He died for our lives. He died for everything we have to offer. He died for it. Yeah. And because of that, I just find peace and hey, I'm going to enjoy my marriage. I'm going to serve the Lord as best as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be faithful, and I'm going to let him do what he do. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I would say there's a bunch, but um, just the just the unity that me and Fee have now, like, it's, it's literally me and Fee against the world now. Mm-hmm. Like, just that... Those experiences, you know, positive and negative, they've they've so solidified, you know, who we are, like to the point, even, you know, uh, with Riverside, like, you know, we we just, it it was such a blessing, you know, to finally, you know, officially join this morning. But like, you know, for a while it was, we kind of kept missing, you know, those Sundays, you know, where they were offering membership Mm -hmm. and, you know, either Fee would have to drill, I would have something going on and we were like, no, no, it's not going to be this, oh, tell you what, you join, you know, this Sunday and then you can come. No, no, no. This is... We're doing this together because you know we've, we've come through this process together you know we've, we've got this healing and restoration together and this is something that we're going to do together as a yeah. unit you know we're, we're not doing this whole uh you know wayne's getting wrapped up in this if he's getting wrapped mm-hmm. up in this and you know us not not nah, that's, that's in the past like yeah. it's just just that whole this a whole new outlook and perspective like we're not letting ourselves get to that point anymore mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's just like a determination that is i feel like it's really god breathed because mm-hmm. i never viewed our marriage in that way before like i viewed it as something that was you know as we said like you know performance based and more of a duty and obligation whereas now it's just like i have choices exactly <laughs> yeah i have choices and i'm making the conscious choice to never <laughs> You know, get to that point again. Like it's it it is literally me and Fee against the world. Like, period. No questions asked. So Yeah. <laughs> got any thoughts? I have three thoughts before I go. Go ahead, go we, ahead. Um, first I want I would encourage all ministers and all um, pastors' wives and all those who are thinking about ministry to look up this article. It's called Ten Things the Woman Married to Your Pastor Wants You to Know. 
Wow. Um, mm. The Gospel Coalition wrote it about back in 2018. Gospel Coalition, yes. Um, and it was so heartbreaking in the sense that they couldn't even tell these women's names. They couldn't say what these pa- these pastors' wives, who these pastors' wives are, mm. because they didn't want yeah, being ostracized. Yeah. What's right. the name of the article again? Um, Ten things your the woman married to your pastor wants you to know. Yeah, I'll be sure to put it in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. Um, I would encourage everybody who's thinking about ministry in ministry and um, pastors' wives to go read this. Mm. Um, secondly. If you are a man who is considering going into ministry, the first thing I would encourage you to do is invest into your wife and children. Yep. Agreed. Don't go out getting all, all these preaching engagements. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, like, man, I don't need a preach engagement. I'm trying to invest in a few. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, invest in your family. Invest in your wife. Get some date nights on the calendar. Get some days where you're going to take your children to go hang out, play. Um, go fishing, you know, and whatever you do with your kids, do that. I'm still working on that, so I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, it's a work of progress. This is a, a way to invest into your family that will solidify some things for the next few years. Yep. And for pastors' wives, my big encouragement for you is find some friends, find some women, Please. some older women you Please. can talk to. Yeah. Um, and I know it's hard. There, it's, it's an unfair expectation put on you a lot of times. It is. Go find some older women who have been in, their husband's been in ministry for some years or um, they've been in ministry for years mm-hmm. and just, just vent, just vent yeah. and, and realize you're not by yourself. Right. You're not by yourself and don't let the church's expectations um, be the thing that holds you down from being who God called you to be. That's my three things. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, and I, I want to add to that, um, you know, um, like Wayne said, we, we went through a period where um, I left the ministry. I left the church and, and went to um, another church. I believe that God told me it was it was time to go because I literally probably would have gotten put out. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I, I left and I went to um, another church. And the, the pastor, you know, um, I explained to him the situation and he told me, you know, this is going to be a time for you to just, you know, to rest and just to really, you know, spend time with God and don't get, you know, I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think I participated in like maybe one or two events that they had. But I went to church, obviously, on Sunday and I went to, you know, some of the Bible studies. But um, it was just really a time for me to get close, you know, to God. Mm-hmm. And I think it was probably about, what, honey, a year and a half, two years almost. It was probably about two mm, years. Not, no more than two years. Yeah. But, yeah, close yeah. to it, I think. Close yeah. to at least two years. Um, but, you know, God did an awesome thing um, during those two years to um, where it pushed me and Wayne, even though we really didn't want to, to start you know, reading the word more together to start yeah. praying yeah. together yeah. Yeah. Um, more because we were fighting literally mm-hmm. spiritually. Um, we're in warfare for our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when God said, OK, I need you to go back. I think I cried on my bathroom floor for probably like <laughs> an hour, like just screaming. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you sending me back? And I think it was probably about another maybe four years mm-hmm. You know, um, before we actually did get, you know, get the opportunity to transition Mm -hmm. um, to where we are now. But um, one of those things that I really learned during that time period 
you know, as wives, we, we tend to think that we know everything. I'm probably going to regret saying this because I can no. see Jay Will and Wayne's eyes rolling. But anyway, um, so. <laughs> you know, I really had to um, swallow my pride. You know, um, I really had to um, to submit um, to the God given authority um, that God had given to, right. to my husband. Right. But I had to submit to God yeah. and say, okay, exactly. you know what, you know, God, I, I hear you. This doesn't make sense to me, mm-hmm. but I hear you. So this is what I'm going to do. And ultimately, um, God showed us where we were both wrong, yeah. <laughs> um, what mistakes yeah. we both made. And we were both chasing something that we shouldn't have been chasing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to really encourage um wives that you know really just to seek God for whatever it is that you're asking for in your marriage I know it's it's really hard to stay the course sometimes because marriage is hard it It can be very difficult at times it's rewarding it's loving you know it's great to have someone to lay next to and all of those other things it carries Um, its share of weight but it does carry its its share of weight um and especially when (laughs) you're when you're in ministry and you have a a spouse Mm -hmm. that um is in ministry and i think we definitely have to continue um this this episode to kind of share some more of our story and you know listening to to jay will and, and crystal just to be more transparent of some mm-hmm. of the things that we share we really don't have a whole lot of time but it's it's just really important to submit mm-hmm. one to another right, right um to to really trust <laughs> to trust your spouse yeah. um you know one of the things that god showed me was okay you trust wayne to pray for you when you're sick, when you're going through things on the job, you know, you trust him. So you, some things you have to, you gotta have to trust him with spiritually. Yeah, and yeah. I had to, to really do that. But, um, it's, you know, like I said, it's difficult sometimes, but just want to encourage, you know, um, wives, young women, whatever ages you are, um, that are in ministry with your spouse, um, whether you're a pastor's wife, deacon's wife, whatever, you yeah, know whatever what I'm saying? You, have, yeah. you know, so, um, but yeah. yeah. And just so, know, it ain't too late. Yeah. It's not too late to, to seek uh, restoration in your marriage. I, yeah. I'm saying this because I know some pastors and some wives going through some things right now. And I'm like, it's not too late. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not too late. Man. Yeah. This has been really, really awesome I and agree. inspiring. Yeah. Um, Definitely. It's been it's been really great. Thank you guys so much for joining us, Crystal and Jay, and for sharing um, your experiences. Again, we are not bashing the church, um, but uh, we definitely want to be transparent. We definitely want to be honest. And again, we are sharing our personal stories, our inside view, Mm -hmm. um, not just things that we've heard, but our experiences Mm -hmm. um, in ministry. And we know we're going to have challenges to come as we go on this, um, this church plant. But again, thank you so much guys for listening. This is Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. Wow, signing off y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank y'all. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm, always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. Well, for starters, you can go to our site. Website is marriageatgolgotha.com. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E. 
a t g o l g o t h a dot com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist, and you can go down the episodes however you want, listening to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts, and、uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher. Radio Public. There are a few other podcasting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Follow us there. Like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is m at g. That's m a t g underscore podcast. You have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversations. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. A to the man. Follows and likes and comments. I'd rather have applause and closing on a million dollars. But I'm growing old, not worried about so and so. On my way up, like I was headed up to Roanoke. Only master that I have was risen then ascended. That's why I got my masters back. I do this independently. I don't need a label, so I drop the label. Get it straight from the streaming, so I cut the cable. There's a difference between a legend and a fable. They didn't have enough seats, so we built another table. Yeah, look, I don't want the beef and I don't want the bacon. Yeah, I told all my haters, Assalamualaikum. Yeah, I threw shots at Satan, they were faith and patience. Yeah, I threw shots at Satan, he won't make.